Sit down if you want to. Right in the middle of what's going on. I'm in the middle of an interrogation. Take a seat, young Skywalker. The middle children of history, man. Middle of the day, Alfred? Please, take a seat there. Right now, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Stop the middle, it's a base hit! Meeting in the middle. Fight, fight. They fought for the freedom of middle. 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 The middle of the middle of the middle. The middle of a war. This is freaking ridiculous. Why don't we have a seat to talk about? No, not the middle seat. When you need a minute to look it over, it's time for a freeze frame. We're Nate, Drew, and Jake of the middle seats, and this show is designed to pause and take a quick look at a different movie each week and see how it holds up with a closer look. These are always spoiler-filled reviews, but if you're curious about the movie and don't want to be spoiled, look for the ratings timecode in the description below. This week, we're going to be freezing on the Disney classic, Aladdin. Now, come with us and enter a whole new world beyond your imagination, where a boy discovers a magic lamp and a genie who can make all his dreams come true. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. You're a genie? That's right! He can be taught! Genie, I wish for you to make me a prince. Prince Ali, but is he Ali It's the story of a poor boy from the streets and a beautiful girl from a palace. It's holiday season. Walt Disney Pictures, Aladdin. You never had a friend like me. Aladdin is one of the most beloved Disney movies, especially to our generation that grew up watching it. Um, but if you're one of the five people on Earth that hasn't at least heard of it, here's a quick synopsis. The story takes place in the Arabian-inspired kingdom of Agrabah and tells the tale of the street rat Aladdin and his adventures with Princess Jasmine, his monkey pal Abu, while they thwart the plans of the evil Jafar and Iago. And of course, the legendary Robin Williams plays the genie, which is just iconic and so much fun. But I digress. Let's go into a little bit more detail. What do we think about Aladdin? Let's start with Jake. Well, Aladdin is obviously, without a doubt, a classic. Um, it's always one of those that just sticks out as one of the better, um, the better, you know, animated movies of our time, really. Like, I watched it as a kid over and over again. I loved it. I loved the music. I loved the characters. Even Jafar. I thought Jafar was a very cool villain as a kid. So yeah, I, I loved, you know, most of Aladdin as a kid and... The thing that sticks out today is still Robin Williams as the genie. Just, my God, when they evident when they inevitably do a live action version of this, good luck to whoever has to do that. It's um, it's Will Smith, isn't it? They cast that yeah, already. Yeah, that's official. Oh, they casted that already. Yeah, Ooh. it's Will Smith. Way behind the ball, then. Well, good luck to him. What are we? What are we? Some kind of genies? <laughs> Stop it, Drew. What do you think about Aladdin? He's gonna come out like Big Willie from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm just picturing that now. Um. <laughs> There's not much to say about Aladdin that hasn't already been said. It, it was a key factor of the Disney renaissance from the late 80s to mid 90s um, that really resurrected them as a relevant name in animation. Um, and it is one of the cornerstones of that renaissance, of course, right next to Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and The Lion King. Um, it's just a rock-solid movie across the board. It's not one of my personal all-time favorites, um, and that's just a, it's a matter of personal preference. It's nothing the movie does specifically. Um but I just I grew up adoring Lion King over and over again, and I watched Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid a lot. Um, but Aladdin was one that kind of I would watch every once in a while. Um, but I definitely saw it enough time to speak on it as much as you guys do. Um, it just wasn't one of my personal favorites. 
Uh, Robin Williams, it's one of the best comedic performances, I think, of all time. He puts his whole soul into it. It's like he, it's it's not even like it's an animated character. He somehow makes this a four dimensional character, um, <laughs> just by leaping off the screen with his unbelievable prowess. Uh, he's basically just doing a stand up routine, but he's just got such a presence. And this movie is nothing without him. It it really isn't. Um, it's just that because Aladdin himself specifically, not a very interesting character. Um, things that happen around Aladdin is are pretty interesting, but he's kind of your just generic stock hero at a lot of points. Um, it's your whole rags to riches story that you've seen dozens of times before, but Disney really does that formula very, very well. They take something that feels stock and makes it feel fresh with really ingenious colors and music, um, and humor and fun. And that's just, it's one of the most rewatchable movies I think I've ever seen. Um, because you can watch it over and over again and sing along to the songs and, uh, quote different lines, but also pick up things that you may not have seen in the background before. Um, so absolutely, Aladdin, it's it's an extremely entertaining movie, a really important movie in the history of animation. Not one of my personal favorites per se, but I still really, really, really like it. Yeah. On that rewatch note, it's funny that you bring that up because um, Aladdin has a near and dear place in my family's heart. Uh, it's definitely, I think, pretty consistently the, in our top three um, for not just myself, but almost everyone in my family. Uh, every every summer, we go up to a, a little cabin in Massachusetts, my whole family, for a big reunion. And even though I'm among the younger of my cousins, we're all in our uh, early to late 20s, we put on the old uh, VCR and watch an old Disney movie and just laugh and relax and aladdin is one of the most common picks for us that we watch um every year for that reunion uh just because it's so much fun <laughs> you sing along with the the characters um songs are really fun i'll kind of disagree with you on aladdin being boring but i can kind of see where you're coming from drew um i still think that his story is a really cool one because it's a character who has to learn to become himself and not lie but the characters that react to his lies are really cool. I think Princess Jasmine is one of the best Disney princesses that Disney has ever come up with just because she can actually stand up for herself and has more than just a flat cardboard definition to her. She has actual character depth and movement throughout the story. Yeah, she's pretty bad. Um, I think the movie is good without just a genie. That said, the genie is hands down the best part of this movie and makes it so much fun. It's a lot of color to what otherwise would be a pretty good Disney movie. Mm -hmm. It is basically Robin Williams just doing his stand-up, though. Yeah, it's Robin Williams just doing whatever he wants and making it amazing. Doing Jack Nicholson impressions and Robert De Niro impressions. <laughs> and, you know, it. yeah, they, they basically gave him free reign to do whatever he wants. Yeah, they're like, here's the script, do what you will. Yeah, I wonder if the Will Smith remake of this is going to have those same kind of pop culture references. I'm telling he's just going to be pre Fresh Prince. I'm telling you. I... I Write this, write this moment down. He's going to come out of that genie singing in West Philadelphia, and that's it'll be over. You, you know what thing I can't do, man? I can't bring people from back to the day. You know what I'm saying? It get all weird like that. You know, I can't do that. Like It's going gonna, it's gonna to be something along those lines. Wow, was that your Will Smith? Also, right away. I, <laughs> We've had worse. Yeah. What's everybody's favorite song from a lot? I was about to ask the same question, Drew. You stole it right out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're the host of this one. I just was off the top of my head. It's all good. Ooh, I don't know. We'll start with Jake then. I don't know. Um, an unforgettable one is on the the magic carpet ride. Um, I think both of those are standouts. That's not the name of the song. What's the name of the song? 
Names of songs. <laughs> I can show you the world. A whole new a world. A whole it new world, Jake. <laughs> it is a absolute classic. Mm. My favorite thing about A Whole New World yeah. is the previews for Lilo and Stitch, where Stitch comes by and completely cock blocks Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> you remember That's a those? Fun one. <laughs> Me kind as a little kid, um, I wasn't a huge fan of Whole New World just because I wasn't into the whole love story crap. Um, it's like, ew, they're kissing. <laughs> exactly. I was that kid growing up. <laughs> Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the romance aspect of this movie growing up. Um, one of my favorites, I think, is One Jump Ahead, where he's stealing and running away from the guards in that essentially our one. introduction to Aladdin in the movie. And I think it's just really, really fun. Yeah, that is a really good one. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm partial to a friend like me, uh, just because, man, he just bursts onto the scene with such enthusiasm. I know it's a cliched answer, mm-hmm. um... But I also, if if take that one out of the equation, I think my other favorite is Arabian Nights. You talk about a great introduction. Oh, um, yeah. It really sets up the world. Yeah, it really does in just ways that, like, you couldn't just do visually. Um, it just has a tone to it that really gives you um, a sense of the setting in ways that I think the movie lacks in other aspects. Um, but we'll get into that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> Yeah, so we we got a whole bunch of, of wacky characters um, in this movie, but Iago, Guilford Godfrey, is... Great if casting. If Genie wasn't in this movie, he'd be the funniest part, hands down. <laughs> Great casting. Really, like, like, legend, like, it will go down in history. Everybody will know that Parrot and Gilbert Godfrey's voice, they go, just go hand in hand. Yeah, like, you have to you have to think, like, back in the day... What were they smoking to make that choice? <laughs> but now, like, you, you yeah, again, like you it's said, Jake, you can't see a picture. You can't see a picture of Iago and like, Jafar! <laughs> it's like how you, you saw the duck from Affleck, and you can't not see Gilbert Gottfried, too. He just has such a specific voice, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I love I, when people could do Of course you know what I mean, because you've heard Gilbert Gottfried talk. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yes, he is, he is probably one of the best henchmen, I think, in Disney history. I'm trying to think of a character that tops him because he's he's the kind of character who in spin-off movies got the focus. Like he's that big of a character in this universe, you know? Yeah. And he's actually not half bad either. Like I'm not a huge fan of the VHS sequels that came out for this movie, but um there's Yago's still fine and dandy and he soars quite literally in Aladdin. <laughs> so uh, any other highlights like you have the the magic carpet ride um, that was one of the first major 3D incorporations to a 2D movie that was really really good for its time. I'm glad you brought that out because because yeah the you see we're not quite at Toy Story level but I'm real I really enjoyed seeing how they were integrating that kind of new technology into this movie. Yeah, um, they do it again, don't they, with the cave. The Cave of if, Wonders, if and also the, the yeah. towers that almost crush Aladdin after they um, right. Jafar becomes uh, Sultan. Um, yeah. they, they do incorporate it pretty well and pretty naturally, too. Yeah. Um, Jake was really right about Jafar being one of their best villains. Um, he's just got this little... He's pretty menacing. He's pretty menacing. His design is great. Um, his costuming is great. And he's really... He's got this sly devilish thing where you, he has the Sultan under his thumb at a lot of points. Um and he and succeeds you, too. Yeah, like he's, yeah, he's dangerous because he's so smart. Mm-hmm. Like him and Scar are probably right up there in terms of the most successful villains of their movies. And 
and and they just do a great job of not only being intimidating and fun in their own right, but actually posing cool challenges and foils to our main characters. Jafar wants power when Aladdin is just looking to get by, and that clash works in this kind of movie. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Just thinking of other minor things that I enjoy, uh, I really like Jasmine's tiger. I don't know why I'm thinking of that now. (laughs) But he, Raja, that's a I know I actually was too. He's yeah. very cool. Jasmine, in and of herself, she's she's a badass. Yeah, like she's of, of royalty and obviously a princess and everything. Like Ma- Meg and Hercules, same thing. Handles herself tough, ind- independent uh, woman. Mm-hmm. You know, like Jasmine, um, and like so many princesses they have nowadays. And you know, her tiger kind of adds to that. I think. <laughs> um, and I, I I do think though, if we're, if I'm gonna be a little critical of that point specifically, Jake, um, and this is a minor thing. But the costuming for her is is kind of like well, we're yes. not there. Like that's like true. We just got midriff. That's true. Midriff for days. Um, well, you have true. bikini <laughs> and Little Mermaid. You got to call that one out too. <laughs> well, she's a she's a mermaid. That's different. <laughs> I know. And I, overall, I agree with the Jasmine sentiment. I kind of like how the the tiger is basically the disapproving dad when the Sultan's not around. Um, <laughs> that is a very good point. All right. I think this is a good a time as any to switch into ratings, guys. What do we? What would you give Aladdin on the seat scale? Let's start with Drew. The thing I'm thinking of specifically in relation to um, Coco is that this movie, while it takes place in a um, Arabian setting per se, it, it lacks certain flavors of Arabian culture. Like Aladdin doesn't feel like an Arabian guy. You know what I mean? Like he's voiced by the guy from Full House. He's, he, he feels like just kind of your average American boy that just happens to be living in Arab. And I think that's an example of how far Disney has come, um, where these movies were taking place in foreign settings, yes. But the characters don't especially feel culturally relevant to their settings. They just feel like kind of they've been dropped in from other movies, if that makes sense. Yeah, like the best taste that we get of Agrabah is the market. Absolutely, and... yeah. There isn't too much there that makes it unique as a place in the world. Like, you can buy fruit and jewelry anywhere. It You could have easily subbed that in to be a New York scene if this movie was taking place in New York. Right. There wasn't a whole lot of oomph behind the actual cultural significance of this. Like, the only example I can think off the top of my head is that instead of saying God, they say Allah a couple times. And... That's not representation of the culture. Right, absolutely. And they got better about it just a couple years later, even with uh, once we get to Mulan. Uh, they were a lot better about it. Um, and I'm not expecting this movie to be very, you know, culturally realistic per se, because then we wouldn't have Robin Williams as the genie, and this movie would be suffer a lot more for it. I'm just saying it's very interesting to see how far we've come where now we've got Coco, which is a great movie that also happens to really represent a diverse culture and represents minorities really well. Um, just just an observation more than anything. I'm not really taking points off of the movie because I do think Aladdin is very entertaining. It's certainly a plush recliner movie. Uh, it's a movie you can sit in that plush recliner, watch over and over again. Um, it's an it's an animated classic. It's not one of my personal all time favorites, but I absolutely recognize that for a lot of people it is, and I really really do enjoy it. I think uh, ditto for me. Maybe maybe slightly higher. Um, it's. It's been a little a little while, um, but knowing how I am with ratings, I can't give it a royal throne just because it doesn't it doesn't stand out to me as one of those those movies from what I do remember. 
Um, but again, looking for more. If anybody has any suggestions how to add descriptive words to uh, a plush recliner, please help. Um, because I have a lot of pl plush recliners nowadays, and all of them are different and different versions of plush recliners. But this is a another high end, expensive plush recliner that is worthy of being sat in and watching these higher end movies that aren't quite of royalty. Well, just make it make them based on the movie. Like you could just say like, oh, I got this plush recliner at the market, <laughs> the Arabian market. <laughs> it's the Sultan's. Right. That's exactly. a, that's a good one. Or a plush recliner that's elevated by a magic carpet. Well, for me, this is definitely the Sultan's royal throne, and it looks like I'm going to become the softie of the group here, giving out royal thrones willy-nilly. Which is weird, because I haven't gotten that impression from you in the yeah, first couple yeah, of Nate's weeks. All like, You're the Nate's all like, step rolling, away from my daughter, and this movie has tonal issues, but royal throne. I guess, yeah, I guess he's he's more of the extremes, I guess, than... I guess so. <laughs> That's good. Like... But honestly, I, I can't I can't go down on this film. Not only is this nostalgic fest for me because this is my second favorite Disney movie of all time, only behind Lion King for me. Um, but it's just such a capstone of my childhood growing up, not just um, from my own personal experience, but with my family. And it was a huge part of growing up for me. Um, <laughs> I I just love this movie. I love the music, love the Love the jokes. <laughs> Could probably quote the entire thing if I tried. And easy, easy royal throne for me. So I think that'll just about wrap it up for us at The Middle Seats. Here's how you can get in touch with us. Please like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Middle Seats. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, both at The Middle Seats. And our email for any questions, comments, or suggestions at show at gmail.com. What do you think about Aladdin? Is it a royal throne for you? Is it a little bit less on the scale? Um, let us know in the comments down below. Anything you can do to keep the conversation growing is greatly appreciated. That'll do it for this week's Freeze Frame at the Middle Seats. I'm Nate Longarini. We're joined by Jake Hensler and Andrew Roger. Keep that seat warm, everyone. We'll be back soon.